Welcome to Brazen, a weekly podcast where we get down and dirty on how we can live a more curious, bold, and vibrant life. We are your hosts, Callie Hughes, a functional wellness nurse practitioner, and Valerie King-Maller, a transformational life and mindset coach. In this podcast, we are helping women stop people-pleasing and perfectionism, awaken their inner badass, and discover what can happen when we take the lead in our own life. Join us every Tuesday as we explore everything available to us when we brazenly take accountability for our life and well-being. Welcome back to another episode of the Brazen Podcast. Today, we are going to break down 10 lessons that the two of us have learned throughout 2022, and we're going to bring with us into 2023. So. This is the time of the year where people do a lot of reflecting and kind of conceptualize their plan for the coming year. And so I encourage you, as you're listening to this episode, to make your own list of lessons that you learned and kind of reflect back on how 2022 started for you and where you were at that point from like intellectual and emotional and physical standpoint and all of the different things that brought you to where you are right now, standing in December of 2022, which is insane because this year has gone by so fast. So just come up with your own list and it'll help you to kind of be intentional as you go into the new year and adjust things that need to be adjusted and keep things that have been working really well for you. Yeah. I wanted to also just add that one of my clients asked me in a session this week what the general mood is with my clients in general. And there is that element of a little bit of sadness because you haven't reached all of your goals or there are things you wanted to change that you didn't. But then there's that like feeling of hope I was able to learn from all of this. And these are the lessons I'm taking into 2023. So that's what we're hoping to do. We have not perfected this list of 10 things ourselves. We are still constantly a work in progress, but it's lessons that we learned this year that we need to kind of bring into the next. Yeah. And it's kind of the act of doing this reflection and planning for the next year that is just one way for you to kind of get out of that cycle of just feeling like you're spinning your wheels and not really getting anywhere and just doing the same thing day after month after year and it's just rinse and repeat. So this is one of the really easy ways to kind of snap yourself out of that and do things differently in 2023. So let's get started. Let's do our countdown list of our top 10 lessons from 2022. All right. So lesson number one is to be more deliberate with your time, including your rest time. So that means that if you want to spend some time on social media, just setting a limit to how much you want to spend so that you don't fall down the trap of looking up four hours later and realizing you've been watching reels nonstop the entire time. So just being more deliberate both about your productive time, but also your rest and relaxation time. And in the same vein, number two 
rest is productive. This is something that I've really had to come to terms with over this past year, but I am really embracing this concept of resting is me being productive. And sometimes it's the most productive thing that you can do because you can't really work efficiently and do good work, even if you're talking about home or in the workplace. There's this research that's shown that number of errors and inefficiencies goes way up when you're tired and exhausted. So prioritize your rest and just know that resting is productive. Put it on your to-do list if you need to. Like, I've done that before. I'm not going to lie. And tip number three, allow yourself to be selfish when you're coming up with your ideal life plan. Callie and I talked about it throughout this whole year on the podcast, but coming up with a life plan so that you can set your goals in accordance with that and just allowing yourself to not have all the voices coming in about what your parents want you to do or what your friends want you to do or what your coworkers want you to do, but just actually taking some time and some space to figure out what you actually want and then allowing that to shape your ideal life plan. And to add to that, you want to not listen to that voice inside your own head that's telling you what you should be doing because that voice is kind of just operating out of that people-pleasing part of yourself. So ignore all of the things that your brain tells you you should be doing and really just focus on the things that, you know, you feel like you really want to do for your ideal life. Exactly. And I'm paraphrasing this a little bit, but there is a nurse that dealt with a lot of end of life care and she started to write down everyone's sort of regrets in life. And one of the top ones was just not living authentically to yourself and spending so much time focusing on the shoulds and everything else that people expect from you. That's a really good point. Number four, do something outside of your comfort zone. Try to do something outside of your comfort zone on a regular basis, like every week or something new every day. Even if it's just a little tiny thing that your mind tries to tell you is not even that big of a deal, celebrate it. Things like trying out a new coffee shop rather than always going to the same one or branching out at a restaurant and getting a meal that you've never had before or has ingredients in it that you're like, I'm not so sure about that. Doing little things like that help to normalize it in your mind. And it's not going to be such a huge leap when you are going outside of your comfort zone for the big things. So just get used to stretching yourself a little bit every day or every week. And I think that Callie and I could both attest to like, when you do that, you look back on your gear and you're amazed at how far you've come. If we hadn't pushed ourselves outside of our comfort zone, we wouldn't be coaches, we wouldn't have a podcast, that type of thing. So you really will see some growth and be really amazed and proud of yourself at the end if you just push yourself a little bit each day. Yeah. And nobody expects for you to be doing things perfectly. So 
Don't let that hold you back. The only person expecting perfection from you is yourself. So let go of that. And, you know, the world is going to just open up for you. So number five is mindset is everything. Cultivating a positive and hopeful and optimistic view will change your life in terms of being able to achieve your goals. It allows you to fail forward. So if you don't achieve your goal or if you run into some obstacles, it allows you to move forward with a new positive plan. It helps support your day-to-day happiness. So we highly recommend working on your mindset as much as possible. And we have several podcast episodes that include some mindset work. So you can always go back and check those out. And we also have resources on our website that you can download for free too, if you're more of a pen and paper kind of a gal. Number six, micro habits are the key to success. So this is something that I really believe in, especially after this last year when I've really kind of dug into learning about how to cultivate habits that actually stick and are sustainable. And the key is to make it super, super small, really easy to do every day and try to make it so simple that there's really no good reason that you can't achieve it. And if you're able to do that even for a week or a month, like a relatively short period of time, you are going to make big steps over time. And just like we said for a few of the past tips, you're going to look back. If you are consistent about maintaining your micro habits, starting in January of 2023, you're going to be amazed at where you end up in December of next year. Like it's just going to snowball. Yeah. And with very little change in your life, like these are so small, they're practically not noticeable in terms of adding to your to-do list or anything like that. So it's just beautiful because you haven't felt like the pain of making huge changes But by the end, you have made some huge changes. Yeah, totally. And there's actually a resource on our website. It's a one-hour workshop that you can purchase that's going to walk you through how to set yourself up with micro habits that are going to support your goals for yourself with your ideal life vision and also supporting your health and your well-being. So check that out on our website because that might be a really good resource to help give you a jump start in 2023. Number seven, when possible, we suggest that if you are not feeling fulfilled or you are not feeling appreciated at your job that you loudly quit. But it is okay to set boundaries if you need to, if you're not in a place where loudly quitting is possible. It's okay to create boundaries and to do what you need to support your mental and emotional health. Yeah, loudly quitting is the best way to handle being in an unfulfilling type of a work environment or a toxic work environment where you can't do that just yet. Boundaries is kind of like the quiet quitting that people talk about. and. I really encourage you, though, if you are quiet quitting, 
plan on loudly quitting in the near future. Like if you're quiet quitting, that's a sign that you are not in a sustainable type of a work environment and it's not good for your personal growth or your career or for your mental health. So just work on putting some different things in place to help you jump to a job that's a better fit. Number eight, we have learned that morning routines are really amazing. You want to make sure that you are setting your day up on a positive note. You're setting yourself up for success. And the best way to do that that we've learned is creating a consistent morning routine that you stick with every day. And it includes some non-negotiables. So those are the little tiny micro habits. Keyword there. Little tiny micro habits that are going to improve your physical health, your mental health, your mindset, put you into more of a positive state. And it's going to help you take care of yourself before you start caring for everybody else around you. So morning routines are something that you really need to implement if you haven't already. And so many other things we have a resource for you on our website that's going to walk you through how to do that. So go download that. Yeah, I am the queen of clicking on anything that says how to create the most perfect morning routine type <laughs> article, which there are a million. But our advice is always to pick stuff that works for you. Callie and I compare our morning routines a lot. And Callie likes a very calm, centering morning. And I like a really energetic kind of get all of my energy going kind of morning. And the key is to find a morning routine that works best for the energy you want to bring into your morning. So I definitely recommend experimenting with different things to find what works perfectly for you. And one of our downloads is really cool because it has a few different profiles. And so you can read through the different profiles and identify which one you lean more towards. And then it gives you some recommendations on different little habits or practices that you can work into your morning routine that are going to fit with your personality and the type of energy that you have first thing in the morning. So we will link that in the show notes so that you can download it. Number nine, don't be afraid to stop doing things you should do, but don't bring you joy, fulfillment, or serve you at all. And this we talk about a lot, just the expectations on us or kind of this feeling, this innate feeling that we have expectations to do certain things. But if they don't truly bring you joy or aren't serving a purpose, don't be afraid to just cross them off your list. <laughs> Yeah. And like I mentioned earlier, all of those things that we feel like we should be doing, that we feel just this obligation or social pressure to be doing, all of that is coming from the people-pleasing and the perfectionist tendencies that we, pretty much all of us have them to some degree. And the work that we need to be doing is unlearning a lot of those habits because 
The truth is that they don't serve you. And so let's work on letting go of that in 2023 so that we can work on creating a life that totally fulfills us and isn't designed for everybody else. And wrapping it up with number 10, doing the hard work of overcoming perfectionism and people-pleasing is well worth whatever it costs. So a lot of times you can work through your own particular baggage as far as the people-pleasing and the perfectionism and how that shows up in your day-to-day life and in your relationships with a coach or with a therapist. And I really want to encourage you, if that's something that you feel is resonating with you, then it might be the time for you to start working on that. Because I'm a big believer in the inner knowing that we all have telling us when it's time to start unpacking certain things about our personality or about our past. And so if this is something that's kind of giving you that sense of, oh, yeah, that kind of is a problem for me, then maybe it's time for you to start looking into different ways that you can work through that. Because I've personally been on a journey over this last year that has helped me unlearn a lot of those old behavior patterns and thought patterns and the personal growth that I've experienced and just this sense of me being really true to myself is amazing. And so I want that for everybody else too, because it is so worth the financial cost because whatever it costs me financially, I know that I'm going to be making that back in my business and just like socially and mental health wise, like it's so worth it. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that yourself now. That's my own spiel. (laughs) I always think that you can be the most self-aware person, but you are so close to yourself that you cannot be objective. It's like being in a relationship. You can't always see everything. Mm -hmm. So having the help of a professional to just work through that stuff can be really incredible and a really like magical experience. And so I always recommend when you can to work with a therapist or a coach to kind of unpack those things, as well as your limiting beliefs and anything else that could be holding you back from growth in general. Yeah, totally. So just to do a quick recap of the top 10 lessons we learned in 2022, they are as follows. One, be more deliberate with your time, including your rest time. Number two, resting is productive. Number three, allow yourself to be selfish in quotation marks when coming up with your ideal life plan. Number four, do something outside your comfort zone, even if it's just a tiny bit outside your comfort zone. Number five, mindset is everything and you should work to cultivate an optimistic and positive mindset. Number six, micro habits are the key to success. 
Number seven, when possible, you should loudly quit. But if you have to quite quit, that's okay too. Number eight, morning routines are really amazing, but just make sure it's suited to you and your needs in particular. Number nine, don't be afraid to stop doing the things you should do, but don't bring you joy, fulfillment, or serve you at all. And number 10, doing the hard work of overcoming perfectionism and people-pleasing is well worth whatever the therapy or coaching costs. Do you have any final words for 2022, Callie? Just to encourage you, our wonderful listener, to make a plan for 2023 that's really going to help you blossom personally, professionally, physically, mentally. 2023 is going to be the year that we all come back to ourselves and make really self-honoring decisions. I love it. That wraps up this episode of the Brazen Podcast. If this is something that you think a friend of yours would get a lot out of, please share it with them. And I would love it if you would follow the podcast wherever you like to listen so you don't miss another episode. And if you really love it, rate and review this podcast so that other awesome badasses just like you can find us as well. We'll be back next week with more. Until then, keep being brazen. Thank <laughs> you.